Hello and welcome to the Mind Money Soul podcast. I am your host, Laura Ann Moore. I'm a money and mindset coach and financial well-being speaker, and my mission is to help you feel good about money and learn how to use money as a tool to live your best life and work towards financial freedom, whatever that means to you. Every week, I explore the emotional, practical, and spiritual sides of money. So if you're ready to get financially confident, grow your money, and achieve your big life goals, then you're in the right place. Change your mindset, grow your money, feed your soul. Let's go. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mind, Money, Soul. And in this episode, I'm going to talk to you about the practical methods that you can use to clear down debt and the mindset that you need to basically stay out of debt once and for all. Now, before we get started, I just want to say, uh, as you all know, I'm not a financial advisor, so please don't take any of this as actual personalised advice. I'm just letting you know what your options are when it comes to getting debt free debt, getting debt free and different methods you could potentially use to get there because personal finance is personal. So just make a decision based on what is right for you and what suits your situation best. So debt. I think that that word is seen as a very negative and dirty word. Credit cards and loans are portrayed in a very bad way, and especially, you know, in the media and when you read about it online. But actually, when you use debt in a positive and useful way, it can be an amazing tool. I'm going to say it. So, for example, let's say you need to buy a house, your mortgage is debt. If you need to go into education, a student loan is debt. If you want to set up a business and you get a business loan, that's debt. Now, the difference with these things is that whilst they are technically debt, um, what you're investing in is something you hope will grow and provide a return or a profit in the long run. It's something that appreciates over time. So, for example, a property hopefully over time will increase in value. Education may help you get a higher paid job and therefore increase your chances of getting a better salary. And a business, hopefully in the long run, will make back the money that you borrowed. That's when debt can be an incredible tool. Now, the problem with consumer debt and using money that you don't have on things such as holidays and cars and clothes and items is that you get to enjoy those things in the moment, but you won't really make your money back on them in the long run. They're more likely to to depreciate over time. So instead, you get the enjoyment of it up front, but you're left with a bill at the end that you have to pay. So if you're using credit to fund your lifestyle, you have the pain of paying off something that you've already enjoyed that you're not going to be able to basically get money back for in the long run. Now, obviously, there is caveats to this because, you know, a handful of cars and a handful of clothes and material items gain in, you know, value over time. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about using credit and debt to pay and fund a lifestyle that you can't necessarily afford in that moment in time. 
And then what makes it worse is when the debt that you're using to fund these things or experiences, you're being charged interest on. So you end up paying way more than the original value of the item or the experience or the thing because you don't have that money at that moment in time. And then the debt piles up, it can become unmanageable. And for example, let's say you can't afford to meet the monthly payments. And if the interest is high, that it accumulates at a quicker rate than you can clear it, it can put you in a real shitty position, both financially financially and mentally. And I'm sure those of you that have come to listen to the episode who currently have debt at the moment are like, yeah, Laura, I know that's how I feel right now. So the best thing that you can do is make a plan to clear any debt that you have right now. And then that will allow you to build up a foundation that you can start to build wealth over time. And that is what's going to help you become financially free. And one of the issues I think with having debt that feels unmanageable is that you or people like clients or people in my audience say to me all the time, like, I feel like I can't save or invest for the long term when I have debt because it feels like a waste of money or like a waste of time. And that is always one of the biggest arguments of do I clear debt or do I save and invest Um, after or do I do it at the same time? So I'm going to tackle that in another episode. But this episode is going to bring to you, which I'm about to get onto now, the top three methods that we can use to clear down debt, depending on what type of person you are, what type of situation you're in, you know, how you're motivated, etc. So let's talk about the three different methods. Now, you've got the snowball method and the avalanche method, which are both uh, debt management methods, basically. And then you have debt consolidation. So first of all, before you kind of pick any of the methods that you want to do, you want to go away and have a look at what debt you currently have. What credit cards do you have? What payment plans? What store cards? What loans? Lay it all out on the table. You basically want to map out exactly how much you owe, the current balance that you have on each towards each thing and the limit that you have, if there, if it's a card. Um, is it 0% interest? And if not, how much interest are you paying? Or when does that 0% interest finish? And then what the minimum repayment to each provider is. So basically writing down a list of all of your current debts. Now, when you have this information, it's going to help you figure out, first of all, which method is best for you. And it's going to be the most suitable and feels the best. But also it gives you the ability to understand what's going on. I work with people all the time who come to me who are in debt and they're like, I have no clue what is going on. I don't know what debt I have, where it's at, what to do with it. And when you don't know what's going on, it is so hard to make a plan. You can't make a plan for something if you don't know what's going on, because what's the end goal? You can say become debt free, but you don't know what it is that you're actually working with. And even though that can be the painful bit, if you have to um, face up to all of the debt that you have, especially if it's spread across all these different providers and places, but that is the part that is going to feel the best at the end once you've done it and it's all in front of you. Even if you look at it and you go, that is a freaking massive number. What is going on? Because it puts you in the driver's seat and that information is going to be what you need to make a plan to get out of it. So see this part as like the first step in your debt-free journey. And it's you saying, I am making a commitment to becoming debt-free and building wealth 
Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So let's get on to each method. Okay, first up, we have the snowball method. Now, this method is going to be the one that's going to help you stay motivated. If you feel like you're starting this journey and you're like, fuck me, this is going to be an absolute pain in the ass. I need something that's going to keep me motivated. This could be the one for you because it's all about reducing the total number of debts you have, regardless of how big each debt is, or what balance it is, or what the interest rate is. So, The way in which you do this is you've got your list of all your debts that we've already worked out. You list them in order of smallest balance to largest balance. So say, for example, you've got one card that has a current balance of £100, another credit card that has a balance of £1,000, and another one that has a balance of £500, for example. You would put them in order of the £100 balance, £500 balance, £1,000 balance, is that what I said? The bigger one. (laughs) That's you ordering it from smallest to largest balance. What you then do is set up an automatic direct debit or an automatic payment to pay off the minimum repayment towards each debt except the smallest one. So except the one that's at the top of the list. So you've got, you know, debt one, two and three. You pay the minimum towards all of them except the one at the top. Now, with the smallest debt, you are going to pay off as much as you possibly can towards this every month. So way over the minimum repayment, just as much as you can chuck at it. So you would basically need to work out what your monthly spending plan is and how much um, disposable income you have to allocate towards this debt. And you just keep going every month until this smallest debt is down to zero. And then you can close that account, you can cut up that card, etc. But then you have one less debt to clear. You repeat the process, you go to the second smallest one, pay off as much as you can until that one's cleared whilst you're still doing the minimum repayments on the others, and you just keep repeating the process. You're basically snowballing the debt, hence the name. So the point of that one is that it's smallest to largest. Next up, we have the avalanche method. So this is kind of the opposite. So same as before in regards to you make a list of all of your debts, but this time you're going to order them from the highest interest to the lowest interest, regardless of what the balance is. So if we take that example before of me having three debts that are £100, £500 and £1,000, let's say that the £100 has a balance or is 0%. The £500 one has an interest of 20% and the £1,000 one is a balance of 10%. You would order it, 20% interest one at the top, 10% after, 0% after. So you would order it in that respect. And the key thing is that the one with the highest interest, regardless of balance or limit or size, is at the top. Now, you again set up automatic direct debits to pay the minimum repayment towards each debt, except the one at the top of the list, which is the one with the highest interest. Then with the one with the highest interest, you pay off as much as you possibly can towards this towards this debt every month. So again, work out any monthly spending plan, how much you can allocate, and you keep going until that debt is cleared and you can close down that account and you repeat the process and move on to the one with the second highest interest and repeat the process and so on. So that's the avalanche method. So it's kind of the opposite. And the point is that you're going from highest interest to lowest interest. Now, the final one that we have, which is not debt management, it's debt consolidation. So if you have a bunch of debts all over the place, you've got different cards, different store cards, payment plans, all of that, all different payments going out, different dates, different providers, and it's overwhelming and hard to manage. 
and you're paying interest on all of them, you have the option to consolidate, basically squash all of it into one lump sum. But to do this, you basically have to take out a loan or a credit card to cover all of your existing debt. And then you basically have one simple monthly payment to pay to one provider. Now, this one does require you to essentially take out more debt because you need to ensure that it covers what you've got at the moment. And you would need to know that you can handle the future repayments of that and also that you're not going to take any more debt out extra on top of that. So this option isn't for everyone, but it's still worth mentioning. If you have a poor credit rating, this one may also not be the one for you because you might not even get accepted for a big enough balance to clear all of that debt. Now, the main benefit really to this one is just that you have only one bill coming out a month that's clearing all of that debt. But it's very different to debt management and you would need to ensure that you've weighed up both options before considering proceeding with that one, really. So comparing the other two, the other two debt management methods, um, pros and cons, snowball method, which is going from the smallest to the largest in size. Pros to that, it's much easier to see the progress and it keeps you motivated because you're getting to tick off. Yep, I've closed another card. Yep, I've shut down another loan. Yep, I've closed off another um store card you're, you're getting to like knock down so you might go going from having 10 debts to 10 different providers to seven to five and and squashing it down quickly and this is great if you've got multiple debts across multiple providers and you want to cut down the number of them the downside is it may take longer to actually become debt free and you may end up paying more on interest. So the total amount you end up paying back might cost you more because you're not taking into account the interest that you're being charged. Now, the avalanche method, going from highest interest to smallest interest, pros, you pay less interest overall because obviously the quicker that you clear the one with the higher interest, the less interest you'll pay over time because it's not um, less months. Uh, that one is open for less months. Um, so you're technically saving yourself money in the long run. And you will essentially become debt free quicker because not as much interest will be added. Now, the downside is that it's going to take potentially ages to clear that first debt if it's got a large balance. And it can be maybe not as motivating. It can be a bit like frustrating if you're like, oh, my God, it's like 17 months before I even clear off the first one. So it really depends what's more important for you, motivation or saving yourself money and the time in which it takes to clear it down. Okay, now hopefully that helps you understand the different ways in which you can manage or consolidate your debt to become debt-free. Now, obvious, I think I keep saying debt-free. It's not debt. It's, it's a silent B. It's not a P. <laughs> to become debt-free. <laughs> but the practical part of this, which is the methods, right, it's only one part of the solution. So hopefully that helps you understand the different ways in which you can manage or consolidate your debt to become debt-free. Now, the practical part, which is the methods I just shared with you, that's only one part of the solution. The other half is your mindset towards clearing and staying debt-free. Now, you have the debt-free journey, right? Which is the acknowledgement of having debt and wanting to do something about it. So changing your behavior and your mindset towards your money. And then there's the staying debt-free once it's all gone, because it is so easy to fall into old habits if you don't break the cycle and improve your relationship with money, because then you end up risk 
running the risk, sorry, of ending up in a similar situation. I've had it so many times with people in my in my community um, and, and clients whereby we've spoken about debt. And I say, you know, they, they basically say, I've been in this position before. I had a bunch of debt. I managed to clear it and I'm back in debt again. I'm back in my overdraft or I'm back on credit cards. And the process has repeated itself because the behavior and the mindset towards debt and spending and money didn't change. And that's why it's so important as part of your journey towards becoming debt free to focus on that side as well. And this is where self-awareness and being honest with yourself is key. So first of all, ask yourself, how did I get into debt in the first place? Absolutely no judgment of yourself or anything that has happened. This is purely about being inquisitive about what has happened and asking yourself, what can I learn from this? It's more like a data collection than it is anything else. Imagine you're sitting down with a friend who's found themselves with a bunch of debt and you're going through with them to help them understand what's going on. You wouldn't be judging them or if you do, shame on you, joking. Um, but you wouldn't want to judge them just as you wouldn't want to be judged. So treat yourself like a friend, go in judgment free, and it's going to make the process so much easier. So for example, what is the reason why you you have debt because of something unexpected? For example, you lost your job or you lost your income and you had to spend on credit cards to afford to pay your bills. Now, in this instance, you would be able to understand and learn about the importance, therefore, of having an emergency fund in cash. So should that ever happen again, you feel more prepared. So that's how you can take the situation, which might seem wholeheartedly um, like down, what's the word, demotivating and like upsetting, and you can learn something from it. And you can say, okay, well, to ensure that I don't end up in this situation again, I'm going to save six months worth of living costs for ex, uh, an emergency fund, even if it takes me a bit of time, so I know I have that financial security in the future. Finances is literally just about trial and error. You learn what works for you, you learn some lessons. And you try some new stuff again. It's a bit like budgeting. Like I always say to people, when it comes to budgeting, there is no one size fits all. It has to be right for you. And you're only going to know if it's right for you by doing trial and error. Trying a budgeting method, seeing if it works, reflecting, repeating the process. And that's what happens in personal finance. So yeah, what can you learn from that? Or maybe you're going to look at your debt and you'll say, okay, you know what? I was spending items that I couldn't afford and I was funding them with credit because I didn't have the money. And I just, if I'm honest, didn't realize how it was all adding up. And it was only really now where I've started to go, oh, this doesn't seem like I'm able to stay on top of it that I've started to acknowledge it. Now, in that instance, I would recommend taking a look back over your past statements and just seeing and being inquiring with yourself where all of that money went. What is it that is that you ended up spending your money on? You might know and you go, yeah, hands up. I bought a new car. I bought a holiday. I bought this, this. And it was on a bunch of big ticket items. Or you might go, I have nothing to show for this debt and I don't know where my money has gone. So just going back and having a look over that is going to help you start to build a picture of what's happened. 
So then you can understand what your spending triggers are. Maybe you spend when you're bored or when you're stressed, or maybe you even spend to celebrate. But understanding those spending triggers is going to be vital to improving your relationship with money. So you don't always turn to spending money as a form of changing your emotional state. And the key here is not to judge yourself. Now, I don't want to re-traumatise any of you by having to go back through your debt and like really stressing yourself out and feeling overwhelmed. And if, if going back through and having a look at that right now isn't, doesn't, really doesn't align and really doesn't feel good in your body, give it a miss and wait until you're feeling more financially confident once you're already on your financial journey. It's a great exercise, but you have to be prepared for going back through that and you have to be ready to not judge yourself because then you end up just making it worse. And the irony of that is you start your debt-free journey, you go back figuring out what's gone on, you end up judging yourself and you feel shame and guilt and you don't reach out for help and you end up staying in debt and you end up spending money to make yourself feel better because you shamed yourself about your debt and the cycle repeats itself. We don't want that. We want to cut the loop. We want to break the cycle. So only do that if it feels right for you. Just sit, have a moment with yourself and ask yourself, do I feel ready to do that? If yes, great. If no, no problem. But regardless, no judging, you are here, you are at this situation and that is okay because no situation is forever. Once you know what's happened and you've reflected on it or and or you've made the choice, I want to become debt free, the pain of being in debt is too much and I'm ready to make a change, then you can move forwards and then you need to basically start to believe in yourself and in your capabilities and belief, believe, believe <laughs> that you are worthy of being debt free and that you're the one capable of getting yourself there. Now, this is a classic case of you got yourself into the situation, you can get yourself out of it. No one is going to come and save you. Now, this isn't going to happen overnight, right? But it is totally within your control. I actually had a client who once came to me, she had £60,000 worth of debt and she worked so hard. She stopped impulse spending. She really like went aggressively at her debt and she became debt free and she started saving for her life goal of owning her dream house, which yeah, was amazing to see. It was hard work and she tripped up in some places. She, you know, the journey in itself was hard, but it was so rewarding and she was so proud of herself and she built the most amazing habits around monies that when she was debt-free and started saving, she absolutely smashed her financial goals. So take a lesson from that. You can absolutely do it too. Now, tracking your debt and your spending as you go along is going to be key because A, you will want something that helps you to feel motivated to continue to clear down the debt. And loads of studies and research shows that when you are tracking it, ow, I just bashed my elbow. Sorry, guys. When you are tracking it, you're more likely to stay motivated. It's the classic case of if you look at the whole staircase and you just start stare up at the top stair and you're like, oh my God, that seems so far away. This is the worst situation ever. Or you imagine a bunch of tiny little stairs and you just go, oh, all I've got to do is just lift up my foot and put, go onto one step. Okay, cool. One step at a time. And then as you go along, you can look behind you and go, cool. I remember being right at the start and even being scared to take the first small step. And now I'm like a third of the way. So that's going to really, really help you. And B, you want to feel in control 
and in charge of where your money is going now. And you can only do that if you're tracking how you're spending your money. So I do have a monthly spending planner that you can download. I'll put it in the show notes that helps you create a budget for the month and also track your spending. And that's going to be really key as you go along on this journey so that you don't continue to get into or have more debt. Okay, so hopefully these methods and tips have helped you um, and that make you have helped you feel like you can become debt free and you feel inspired to take action. And if this is something you don't want to do alone or you still don't know where to start or how to get started, I am actually offering a session called Becoming Debt Free. So basically, it is a service where we can work together on creating a plan for you to become debt free. It's completely judgment free, comes with zero judgment from my end. (laughs) And the session is I will basically support you as you go through all of your debt. We'll create a plan together to understand how you can clear down the debt and what date you will hopefully be debt free by. So an actual plan. You'll get the specialized templates that I create for you that will be bespoke and it will map all of this information out and I'll basically do it for you with you and we can go all over it together on a video call on a zoom um so I will put a link in the show notes if you would like to book this in so feel free to yeah go and click on that if that's what you'd like and if this episode has helped you or if you have any questions please feel free to go and send me an email or come and find me on instagram and slide into my dms and i'm always open for having a chat but thank you for listening and i will see you on the next episode 